Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain, literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses. So any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks and enjoy the show. Chapter 10, Paul Bunyan's Pets, Part 1. From Paul's wonderful success in training Babe, the great blue ox, it can easily be seen how truly remarkable was the great logger's understanding and liking toward animals. He was exceedingly fond of pets, and throughout his life he had many of them, some of them very strange creatures indeed. Of course, none of them ever crowded Babe from first place in the affections of their master, although there are several other of Paul's pets which have become almost as well known as the great blue ox. There were Jerry and Ginny, the mule team, for instance, which had proven so useful in the matter of transporting the big flapjack griddle from place to place. And then also there had been Willie, the little blue ox. Paul had sorrowed greatly when the little blue ox had met his dreadful fate, and it was only a little later that he purchased Bessie, the yaller cow, in hopes that the new animal would fill the place left vacant by Willie's sad demise. Bessie was a very wonderful animal, much more useful than Willie had ever been, and she made up for his loss so well that in a very short time Paul had grown remarkably fond of her. She was possessed of numerous good qualities, none of which was more valuable than her remarkable faculty for giving milk. She gave so much milk that it kept seven men busy just skimming the cream from it. It is a sad fact, though, that Paul did not have her very long before he almost caused her to lose her value as a dairy animal. He didn't have fodder enough in camp to feed her as she should have been fed, and so he taught her to graze on pine branches and needles, with an occasional feast of baled hay, as Babe had been doing for many years. As a result of her new diet, her milk soon became too strong to be used for food, and so Paul had to discover another use for it. The solution of the problem was very simple. He had all the cream churned into butter, and when the snow and ice melted off the roads in the early spring, he kept his logging roads slippery and in good condition by greasing them thickly with Bessie's butter. Thus, after he secured the yaller cow, he was able to extend the logging season as far into summer of each year as he wished. Bessie's unvaried feeding upon pine needles seemed after a while to have an ill effect upon her, and she began to get thin and scrawny. Her master was greatly worried over her condition, and had Johnny Inkslinger try out all his favorite remedies in hopes of arousing a new interest in life within her. All that was done, however, proved futile. 
until by chance a queer affliction to which she was subject brought about the experiment which cured her. The yellow cow's eyes were very weak, and the bright glare of the snow made her snow-blind after she had been turned out of doors for several days. So Paul rigged her up with a pair of grass-green goggles as a protection. One may imagine his surprise when, from that time on, she began to grow fat and healthy once more. The goggles, besides keeping the brightness of the snow from hurting her eyes, made everything look like grass to her. After Paul fitted her out also with a pair of snowshoes, she could be turned out every day among the gleaming drifts. There she would wander about contentedly, feeding heartily upon the drifted snow under the impression that it was the sweetest and tenderest of meadow grass. One other pet which Paul Bunyan had, and one which is almost as well known as Babe, was Elmer, the Moose Terrier, a dog so big and strong that he could kill a moose with one shake as easily as a fox terrier kills a rat. Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires and helps keep this show alive and growing. If you can't afford to support us financially, go give us a good review, subscribe or follow, and share with your friends and family. Feel free to fact check us and offer suggestions to make our show better for you. You can also send us an email at lostinrevisionpodcast at gmail.com. There's a lot more. All at the end of the road